Welcome to the Like, Bite, and Share podcast, brought to you by Schweiden Sons. Learn the secrets of food and hospitality marketing from some of the best professionals in the food business. Here are your co-hosts, Rev Ciancio from Schweiden Sons and Brad Garoon from BurgerWeekly.com. Hey, Rev. Mr. Brad Garoon, how are you? Doing great. How about you? I am excited for today's show. Yeah, it's going to be a good one. We're doing uh, something pretty different this time around. Yeah, I think uh, this is sort of talking about two of our favorite days of the year, which is the uh, New York City Food and Wine and the uh, South Beach Food and Wine Burger Bashes. So you're going to head down to the South Beach Wine and Food Burger Bash uh, next week, or by the time this is up, you'll be there. I'll be stuck in cold New York crying about not being there. But today, (laughs) we're going to round up a bunch of stakeholders from the festival. We've got Lee Schrager, who is the founder of, of the New York and Sobe Burger Bashes. We've got chefs who have won various awards at the Burger Bash. We've got Nadal Ahmad, the founder and CEO of Pincho Factory. We've got Spike Mendelson from Good Stuff Eatery and winner of several Burger Bashes. And then we're going to wrap it up with a quick interview with Randy Fisher from Cream, who has produced every single Burger Bash. These guys had a lot to say about Burger Bash, about what it takes to win Burger Bash, what it takes to be successful at Burger Bash, even if you're not necessarily going to win. These are short little interviews we did. Some of them are phoners. They were great. You're going to love them. But Rev, for those who have never been to a Burger Bash, you want to tell us a little bit about it? Sure. So the Burger Bash, uh, as I like to call it, is the Super Bowl of hamburgers. Uh, or depending who I'm talking to, I might also refer to it as the Catalina Wine Mixer of food events. Uh, but it started 10 years ago in South Beach. Uh, Lee Schrager will get into that in his interview, but he and Rachel Way were talking and decided they want to start this massive, large-scale you know, burger party, and it happens right on the beach in South Beach, Miami. Uh, it's under a gigantic tent. There's 4,000 people there. The top burger chefs and restaurants you know, in the country are there. You pay one price, you walk in, you can eat from, you know, 29, 30 some different burgers. Uh, You get to vote for your favorite. Uh, And then there's a People's Choice Award. And then there's also a Judge's Choice Award, which is now known as the uh, Schweiden Sons Very Best Burger Award. And a number of judges are picked. They go through a couple rounds. They try all the burgers. Then together, they kind of collectively vote and pick one. And that person wins the the, uh, Schweiden Sons Very Best Burger Award. So this year, uh, very exciting host uh, panel of judges. It's David Bertka who's the uh, actor and chef and host of Cooking Channel's Celebrity Dish. We also have the man known as NPH, Neil Patrick Harris, who's an actor and host of Best Time Ever with uh, NPH. Uh, Natalie Morales, who's the anchor of NBC's Today Show. We have George Motes, the author of Hamburger America and the host of the Travel Channel's Burgerland. He's actually returning from last year as a judge. We have Chef Marcus Samuelson, uh, who is a celebrity chef and judge on the Food Network's Chopped. We have a baseball Hall of Famer and former New York Met, Mike Piazza. And we also have Mike's wife, Alicia Piazza, who is a model, former actor, and starring on Baywatch Hawaii and The Young and the Restless. So basically what's going to happen is there are 29 chefs and restaurants at the Burger Bash in South Beach this year who are using Schweiden Sons ground beef. Each of those chefs have had a custom-designed uh, ground beef burger for them, and then they take it and create it something. Each of the judges will try all the burgers. They'll pick a favorite, and somebody will be uh, – be awarded the winner. Rev, between New York and South Beach, what has been your favorite burger that you've eaten at a Burger Bash? 
Man, that is a really tough question because I don't know that I remember every single one I've ever eaten. But if you don't remember them, then they can't have been your favorite. No, I'll tell you what one of my favorite moments at a Burger Bash was. How about that? No, it's not what I asked at all. You can tell me, but I want the answer that I asked for. <laughs> I The very first one I went to, which I think was 2009 or 2010 at the Tobacco Warehouse in New York City, I went to Rub Barbecue, and the burger that they gave out came with a massage. And they had a professional masseuse and a massage chair. And if you voted for them, you could get five minutes in the chair. And I was like, I don't even care how great this burger actually is. I just want the massage. And it was I awesome. Love, love barbecue. I do. That is formerly my favorite burger of all time. So I really did like that one. Um, you, what's your favorite? At the 2014 New York Burger Bash, I think the best one I had was from Break Room Burgers and Tacos. And I'd, I'd been to Break Room, so I'd had their burger for real. But I love that they were able to bring a smaller version to the Burger Bash, but it still captured everything that I loved about the burger in the restaurant. It's awesome. I'll tell you this. When I eat a burger at one of the Burger Bashes and it's just a mini burger, I don't have a tendency to enjoy it as much as somebody who like halves or quarters a full-size burger. I think it's a better presentation. I don't feel that way at all. Um, I know that some of the people we interview feel that way as well, and they've got you, – you and them both have more experience than I do at a Burger Bash. I will say, though, that – if you bring a full-size burger and serve it that way to a burger bash, you are a monster and you deserve punishment. <laughs> well, let's, uh, let's get into the show today. Let's, let's listen to our panel of experts on how to win and prepare a, for a burger bash. I want to welcome Lee Schrager, the founder and director of the New York City Food and Wine Festival, as well as the South Beach Wine and Food Festival to the uh, podcast here today. Uh, Lee, you have literally been to every single Burger Bash there is. Uh, can you take us back to the moment when you thought of the Burger Bash? How did it all start? Well, I can't take you back because it was really not my idea. It was actually Rachel Ray's idea. But I can take you back to the moment when Rachel Ray suggested it, and I remember where we were and what we were doing. And uh, she kind of whispered in my ear that we should do a burger event right before she was going on and doing a kid's culinary demonstration 11 years ago. And I said, wow, that's a great idea. And from that good idea from Rachel Ray became the nation's largest burger event, Burger Bash. It's so casual. Like, oh, Rachel Ray and I were hanging out. And we thought of, like, the most awesome yeah. hamburger event that's yeah. ever created. That's, that's amazing. So, Lee, for a chef looking to win an award at Burger Bash, what should they think about when they're trying to design their burger? Keep it simple. Make sure it's warm. And don't make it too messy. I think judges don't like messy things when they're biting into it. They tend to put it down and kind of take it apart and it loses its effect. So I think that your full effect should be in that one bite that the judge has taken of that burger. Lee, do you, when you're trying the burgers, do you take more than one bite? No, no, definitely I don't. I mean, uh, I have to say a burger that I know well, meaning if there's a local burger participating or, um, you know, some burgers that I get to take advantage of along my travels, I don't even try that burger. I, I, I you know, it's just 30 something burgers, plus lots of, uh, Amstel light beer and lots of, uh, um, you know, wine along the way can be a little, uh, taxing on one, uh, over, you know, a weekend. And that's just fat. Friday nights are a big night. Still have Saturday and Sunday to go. So I take a small bite. And if I know the burger intimately, I pass on it all together. Well, then what tips would you give when it comes to actually serving the burger at the event? Again, I would do something, you know, people like to come up with crazy things. Everyone wants to outdo themselves and previous winners want to keep their title. I always keep, you know, I always encourage people to keep it simple, keep it manageable. Remember, you, you're, you're sampling thousands of portions. This is an event that has over 3,500 people attending and it gets very massive. 
people don't like to wait on lines. They don't like things that have to be touched by 10 people. I would keep that burger warm. I would keep the temperature. If it's supposed to be medium rare or medium, keep it like that. Have the bread nice and toasted if it's supposed to be toasted and keep it fresh. And really just you want to get that flavor in one bite. Sometimes people put things in the center, and when we're going around trying things, you don't even get to the center of a burger, meaning like a burger is stuck with something, and sometimes it doesn't reach the end. Um, so I would say make sure that first bite is as good as the, the last bite. I'm definitely going to walk around this year, and anybody that I see that has a stuffed burger, I'm like, you didn't listen to Lee. <laughs> right, right, but what do I know? What do I know? But uh, <laughs> I, that's something I kind of learned that uh, – I will just tell you that, uh, you know, I've tried lots of great burgers over the years. And sometimes you pick one bite and later on you hear that, hey, didn't you try that? It had this incredible kick. I'm like, didn't have it when I tried it. Now I know why. It was really more towards the center. It wasn't evenly spread. Is there anything that you would suggest the uh, chefs or restaurant do at the booth? Uh, be there. Be at your table. Uh, I would have to say when Rachel and I are walking around sampling the burgers, it's really disappointing, and it's hard, you know, for these chefs who want to say hello to Rachel, and Rachel loves to say hello to everyone competing in the bash. You know, chefs, you know, obviously want to have fun. They're moving around. So I would say that be at your booth while Rachel's there. It goes a long way. Very cool. And um, other than winning an award, what goal should a chef have when he's participating in an event like Burger Bash? I, well, I, I think, first of all, his goal should be to produce a great burger that represents him and his restaurant, to represent something he can produce for 3,000-plus people, See, represents something that they can get done, you know, quickly. You know, when, it has, when it's too intricate and have too many parts, moving parts to it, they can't produce it. And when there are long lines, it turns people along. So keep it simple, keep it hot, keep it fresh, and uh, be at your table. All right, Lee, one last question for you. Uh, since you've been to every single Burger Bash in both cities, do you have a favorite burger from any of the past bashes? Well, I couldn't say that. They'd have to shoot me. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I, I have to say, but if, if you're listening to me, I say keep it simple. I like, again, I love crazy. You know, I've tried every type of burger. If you look at probably 17 or 18 burger bash between the two cities times 30 burgers there, you know, that's, you know, I think I've tried 600 burgers alone, you know, 600 different burgers over the years. Um, you know, I still like I love cheddar cheese. I like a great medium-rare burger with a big, thick slice of onion, a great dressing on top or sauce on it, and a warm grilled roll. So, to me, that's how I win. Simple is best. I'm, I'm going to look for whatever chef made that burger and tell them that they're a shoe-in if you were the judge. <laughs> well, I, I would have to say, you, you, you know, you start off with great product like Schweid provides. It's a shame not to let people taste the meat. That's what it's all about. God bless. Well, Lee, thank you so much for giving some insight today. We look forward to uh, having some fun eating some burgers with you in uh, South Beach. See you next week, guys. Have fun. All right. So we have Nadal, the CEO and co-founder of Pincho Factory, a fast casual burger uh, and pincho joint in South Florida with a couple of locations. And you guys won the People's Trophy in 2016 at South Beach Food and Wine Fest Burger Bash. Nadal, tell us about your winning burger. So winning burger last year was our croquetesa. And it's basically a croqueta and a burger, met on Tinder, had a baby, and boom. Out came the croquetesa, and it, it just killed it with the crowds. Um, you've been to Miami Rev. You know that nothing officially gets started until we have the croquetas on the table. So we had a lot of fun with that, and people really received it well. A lot better than I thought. I, I really went in there with the, with the mindset of let's stand out, let's do something out, outrageous, and just have fun. And it ended up taking home the win. So since you weren't going in there with the mindset of we're definitely going to win, 
Uh, what tips would you give people about how to serve the burger then when it comes to the Burger Bash event? Uh, I, I always say consider just how many burgers are around you and why should I walk to your table? Um, you know, g- give me a reason, whether it be creativity, do something a little different, make sure you stand out. Um, I, I think that that tactic has obviously worked for us. And I think it's one that, that people should definitely do when going into competitions where there's one type of food across the entire stage. Uh, did you guys do anything different at your booth other than obviously serve a croquette, not a hamburger? <laughs> no, that was the only thing. We actually didn't serve a side uh, this year either. But, you know, you want to focus on the plating. You want the visual of somebody walking away to be like, okay, what is that? I need it. And the year prior when we took the Postone Burger, while we didn't win, our lines were as long as the celebrities. Um, for that very reason, we, we were able to capture everybody's attention People were, you know, waiting for an obscenely long time just to get a taste. Other than winning the award, which may not be the most important thing there, what other goals should a chef or a restaurant have when participating in in an event like Burger Bash? I think the coolest part about it is connecting with guests outside of your dining room, Um, especially if you're like me with multiple locations and everything going on. It's really hard for me to connect with my guests on a daily basis. So at events like Burger Bash and the South Beach Food and Wine Festival as a whole, I get to really talk to people, shake hands, kiss babies, and really just relate to people about our, our food and our company. So, Nadal, for, for a chef looking to win an award at Burger Bash, if that's their specific goal, um, what should they think about when they're trying to design the very best burger? Uh, balance. Make sure your texture, your flavors, everything has to balance each other out. If you're going for you know, bacon on top of foie gras with some bone marrow on top, chances are you're going to be overlooked. What do you think has a – I've heard a couple of theories here. Some people say, you know, keep it simple, keep it classic, you know, bacon cheeseburger. And I've heard other people, you know, basically say, you know, deep fry a truffle and, you know, some crazy source of bacon with black garlic. Do you feel like one of those ways is the right way to go here? No, there isn't because, I mean, taste profiles are subjective. Uh, I am a plain cheeseburger kind of guy, even though I serve outlandish burgers. Um, it, it really depends on who you're serving it to. I mean, you look at Josh Capon's burger, and he's won the thing, what, six times now? And it's a very simple, classic burger. Um, and that's what's been, been captivating the, the judges so many times. But then you look at the people's choice, and somebody like us comes along, and, you know, over the last nine years, it's been dominated by, you know, Bobby Flay and, and uh, Michael Simon, where they tend to put different twists on their burgers, uh, winning the people's choice. So it really all depends on... Who who is your target market? Who do you want to talk to when you're serving your burger? So let's take the people's choice for example. You you come in. You're not a, you're not a celebrity chef on the level of Bobby Flay with the notoriety of Michael Simon. How can you capture people's attention without annoying everybody and causing a causing a huge scene? <laughs> uh, you do it through your food. You do it by by truly doing something different and thinking outside the box with your dish. And I, I think for, for two years in a row now, we've, we've really proven that you can get the attention of the larger names if your food stands out. Awesome. All right, last question, Adele. What, uh, what are you guys serving this year? Uh, we're not quite ready to reveal that just yet. I know the menus will be out soon. Uh, but I will tell you there is a guava component to it. Uh, we, are, we are sticking to our very Miami style with our burger. Okay, well, thanks for your tips, and uh, best of luck. We'll see you in Miami. Thank you.
All right, we're joined by Spike Mendelson. He's the founder and chef for many Washington, D.C.-based restaurants like Good Stuff Eatery, Bernays, and We the Pizza, and more. Uh, Spike has also won three different awards at Burger Bash and is the only chef to sweep all the awards at the South Beach Wine and Food Festival Burger Bash. Spike, you were awarded the Golden Grill Award at South Beach in 2009, and then moments later it's announced that you also won the People's Choice. Take us back to that moment. What did it feel like? Well, oh, my God, that that moment was, you know, we had just opened up our, our burger place, Good Stuff Eatery, and it's the first time that we were ever doing anything, like, in a in a competition status with, like, huge celebrity chefs. And, and uh, you know, Bobby Flay was in the competition that year, I, I remember. And, uh, you know, we were, you know, underdogs, like, by, you know, so much. So it was just, you know, we, we, we heard that we got the first award, uh, and we were like, oh, my God, this is amazing. And then... And then we got People's Choice, and I just kept on looking at Bobby's face, um, Bobby's face, and he, get, he started getting redder and redder. So it's kind of <laughs> one of those moments. I'm like, oh my god, like this is awesome. So yeah, it was the first year we actually swept Burger Bash. Uh, we even got the award for best dressed, which was, um, uh, you know, um, I think Heinz was putting on a, a competition, a sidebar competition, and we won that. So we won all three awards. Swept. We got this you know, this awesome momentum for my burger place. And it was, you know, one of those moments we'll always kind of remember when we kind of, we ruled South Beach that that week, that week. So it's pretty awesome. So given that amazing success, what kind of advice can you give the chefs who are trying to create the very best burger for Burger Bash? You know, I think, you, you know, you have to have a, you know, Burger Bash is a funny animal these days. It's, it's, it's as much as like making a really great burger, but also like more importantly, setting up to execute lots of them because the more people that you see, the more chances you have for votes. Uh, so, you know, you can have, like, the, the fanciest, most delicious birthday burger, but if you can only, like, feed 10 people every 10 minutes, it's, you know, makes no sense. And then you got to have fun with it. You know, you, you know every year I, I always got dressed up and, and, and my booth was super loud and obnoxious and people, you know, it was kind of like, you know, mosquitoes just heading towards the light kind of thing. And, you know, we have to be real loud and, and get people there. So, you know, you got to have fun, be really well prepared, and, and make sure you bring some flavor. So, What uh, what tips would you give to a chef or restaurant that specifically relates to how they would serve the burger? Well, you know, I've, I I won most most years I won by doing sliders. So, uh, you know, the idea of, like, something just instead of taking the time and cutting the burger in four, um, which, you know, a lot of the juices kind of escape the burger and kind of a mess with all the toppings, I used to just serve individual sliders, um, and it worked really well for me. So that, that's kind of what I'm into. I thought you mentioned being really loud and obnoxious and attracting people that way. Is there anything else you think that people should do at the booth to get people's attention? Yeah, I mean, like anything, anything. You gotta, you know, if there's not a line around your booth, you're doing something wrong. So, you know, start throwing food at somebody, or or create a food fight, or you know, go out in the crowd, you know, get get away from behind the booth and 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 cause some drama. And you know, you gotta. It's you know, it's it's grown so big every year that you know, I remember it being about 24 chefs when I entered uh, back then, and it's up to like 32 or 36 chefs. So, you know, you you really gotta gain attention so you really think that's why michael simon's been winning so many because his, his mug is all over television so i am totally starting a food fight in south beach this year <laughs> i just have to figure out who's the right target to start with well i'm always the right partner to start with a food fight with <laughs> like other than uh, other than winning award what goals should a chef or restaurant have when participating in an event like burger bash 
you know, like, it, it, I think, you, you know, you, it kind of much of the same of what we're talking about. You, you want to, you know, you want to leave your stamp and you want to get, like, people, whether I won or, I, I, you know, when, even when I started not winning Burger Bash, which was, you know, years later, because I won a couple years in a row, um, you know, I still was, was talked about and I still, you know, had a, an impression because I still brought, like, you know, the fun to it. I remember, you know, I hadn't won for a couple years and I was like, oh, my God, like, what am I going to do this year? You know, I dressed up like the hamburg- Hamburglar. I was like, I'm coming back to, to get this, this trophy and, you know, kick out a ball. Like, I, you know, I was just kind of cooking burgers, dressed like a Hamburglar. It was, you know, kind of sells itself a little bit. So, like, aside from your own burgers, what is the best burger that you've had at Burger Bash? Uh, beside my own, it's just a tough question to answer because I'm still in the competition during Burger Bash. I, like, I really get to taste a lot of burgers, but I do remember tasting a, a burger that Michael Schlau made uh, years ago, um, at, and he won, uh, and it was it was pretty delicious. So, uh, I think it had like fried onion rings, barbecue sauce, and cheddar cheese or something like that. So. Thank you for uh, for taking the time out to talk to us today, Spike. We really appreciate it. Hopefully, uh, you've given some advice to some people out there that could really use it. Awesome. Glad that you guys had me on. I look forward to seeing you guys at the bash. want to welcome Randy Fisher to the Life Bite and Share podcast. Randy is the president and founding partner at Cream, which stands for the Culinary-Related Entertainment and Marketing Company. Uh, Randy, you've produced every single burger bash in both New York City and South Beach Wine and Food Festivals. You've seen every burger that's won an award and every burger that's completely failed. What is the one mistake you see happen the most by chefs participating in the burger bash? Great question. I think I think what happens sometimes, and people have a little bit of a disconnect, is is to trying to do too much uh, in the short period of time that they have, trying to make their burger too complicated, and really kind of reaching for the stars on the number of toppings. Uh, it tends to get messy. It's difficult to construct. It's time consuming, and when you're tasting burger after burger after burger, a lot of those ingredients just kind of get missed in the jumble. So I'd, I think that's the biggest. The biggest warning that I give guys when they're trying to concoct, design, come up with their menu items for Burger Bash. So then for a chef looking to win an award at Burger Bash, what should they think about when they're trying to design the very best burger? Well, you know, I mean, the burger, I think, is America's favorite, favorite sandwich. And I think you have to go back to the basics sometimes on this. I mean, I think you want to hit all of those those taste points. You get a little bit of sweet, the great savory, the the bun-to-protein ratio, all those, like, basic tenets of making and constructing the ideal burger. I think you have to stay true to those values, and and you'll fare pretty well. Uh, We've seen the most basic burger walk away as champion, and then we've seen sometimes people kind of giving it a little bit more schmaltz and taking home the trophy. Uh, But I I find that when you're looking down the roads of these burger bashes, the guys with the simple burgers are seeing the longest lines, and um, you're watching people's faces, and they're enjoying Right, yeah, I feel like we could create an infographic with your advice. What, what, can, what tips can you give when it comes to serving the burger at the event? Uh, well, look, this is an event that, uh, is, because of its popularity, there are tons of people. As you know, you know we'll get anywhere between 4,000 to 5,000 people. I think as far as serving goes, there's, there's two things that I think work. Um, first of all, I think, again, uh, the, the speed with which you can serve so that people aren't kind of waiting in line too long is, is pretty critically important. And I think the presentation um, we've seen to be the most successful is a burger that's quartered, uh, believe it or not, uh, you know, a 10-ounce that's cut in quarters and um, 
facing in the most beautiful way, just kind of that perfect food porn shot when you hand it off, um, dripping in all of its glory. Uh, and again, simply plated, don't schmaltz it up with too much stuff, and let the burger be the star. Oh, man, that description just made me so hungry. I've got to go eat lunch. Uh, <laughs> I have a feeling you know where to get a good one. Yeah, thanks. Is there anything you would suggest that people do at the booth? Um, yeah, listen, I, I, I think, again, we have to remember that we're in the hospitality business, and people want to be greeted. They want to have an opportunity to shake uh, the hand of the chef, at least kind of catch eye contact. Um, I think greeting each guest as they come up, it goes a long way. Number one, in creating a connection with your brand. Number two, potentially getting yourself a vote for People's Choice Award. And number three, just kind of giving that overall experience that we're shooting for, which is that hospitality experience. So I like to see the executive, the head chef, right out front, talking a little bit about the burger, fist pump, greeting, eye contact, and then kind of hitting to the next one. Because the lines are so long, got to keep the line moving so we can't get the engagement too long, but um, just some recognition that they're there and they're, they're there for your burger. Really, other than winning an award, what other goals should a chef or restaurant have when participating in an event like the Burger Bash? Yeah, well, I mean, listen, I think, um, you know, we, we give a lot of import to the guys who walk away with the trophies, but I feel that everybody who participates in Burger Bash is a winner because it's a coveted position. People call me all year long to get in. We, we allow 30, 31 people in each year, and I think you have to make the most of it, and that is that kind of that engagement, going back to the branding, uh, letting people know that you're here for a special event, but 364 days out of the year, you can come by the restaurant, you can get this burger plus a lot of other great menu items that we feature, and we appreciate being here to showcase our burger uh, and at the same time to kind of give a little bit of story and, and branding about our restaurant. So I think those guys that, sh that think about it as kind of a one-and-done without the PR and marketing and kind of guest relationship business fall short of what their true expectations should be. And um, we encourage people to bring some uh, menus, bring some cards, and, and let people know that you are a, a restaurant that's around the other 364 days out of the year. Randy, that is awesome advice. I think Brad and I are going to have to put together a book, and you can hand it out to uh, participants in the future. <laughs> Randy's Guide to Winning. Uh, so before we let you go here, we want to ask one, one question, one last question. Uh, do you have a favorite burger from any of the past batches? Uh, I do have a favorite burger. I do have a favorite burger. Uh, I've been asked that question many, many times and have never once answered it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it for you. Oh, uh, and I'm, but I'm only going to say it once just so that, you know, it doesn't get broadcast all over. But I think the best burger of all the past 18 burgers that have ever been served is absolutely the best. And that's, without a doubt, my, my, my all-time fave. Very, 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 very nice. Well done. So it's good to know. I'm glad that we have that information. <laughs> Every single burger I love. I love them all. They're like children, Brad. They're really, um, they're really children for me. So um, I'm happy to be involved. It's been a great, great run. Uh, this year is going to be an awesome year with the 10th year birthday. Uh, phenomenal sponsor roster, incredible burger roster. I mean, you guys are going to be blown away when you see this menu. Uh, and we will... We will keep up all the, um, all the glory that people know as Burger Bash. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in to another episode of Like, Bite, and Share. We hope you found today's interview insightful. If you didn't get a chance to write down everything, no worries. We take the show notes for you. 
Go to schweidandsons.com slash podcast to find them. If you enjoy the show, we ask for one favor, and that's please give us a rating in iTunes. That helps us to spread the word to others who might find this valuable like you do. If you haven't subscribed to the show yet, please subscribe on your favorite podcast player so you don't miss a future episode featuring helpful tips from other professionals in the food marketing business. Stay hungry.